What's up, everybody? In this mini episode, I want to talk about the concept of letting go to grow. This was inspired by a lot of recent conversations I've had with uh, big companies, medium-sized companies, um, IEB members. Just the concept of being a business owner and letting go and hiring, trusting other people to help grow your business, letting go of your baby. It's one of the hardest things mentally that we deal with as business owners. And so I wanted to just talk about it, kind of process verbally with you here um, because I'm going through it. I've gone through it. Um, You know, we're up to 20 something folks now on our team at Spectora. So I thought it would be helpful to give a a four step process that I've kind of uh, thought up and kind of reflected on that we've done here and that I've heard home inspection companies do to help them let go and trust and uh, and grow their company and really make it scalable. So step one, and I want everyone to say this out loud with me, no one will do this like me, and that's okay. I think that's the, the big foundational piece that we all need to acknowledge here. No one's going to inspect a house like you. No one's going to talk to a customer or an agent like you, um, and that's okay. Why is that okay? That's okay because each person that you trust and bring into your network, bring into your company, they're a unique person with different experiences and traits, different personality altogether. And if you hired properly, then those differences are a great thing because they're going to have slightly different quirks. They're going to connect with different people. Um, They're going to say things differently than you that just might resonate. And I think it takes a certain level of humility for you and for myself to acknowledge that, you know what? Someone might actually connect with a certain type of home buyer or agent better than me, and I need to feel great about that. Because um, if you if you find yourself not thinking that there's positives to this, then I believe you need to evaluate who you've hired or your interview process. Because what characteristics made you hire that person in the first place? Um, has anything changed? Did you not go deep enough in your interview process? So we almost have to take a step back and think about who we're letting in the door, who we're teaming up with. Because if you go through that hard work up front, you interact with someone multiple times, you have them shadow with you, you have them see what a day in the life is like, then I think you start to embrace, okay, I feel like I know and like and trust this person. Now I'm okay with their differences being a good thing. So again, no one's going to do it like you. Yes, we get it. You're the best inspector on the planet. No one is going to know what you know, and that's okay. Because if you truly keep that mentality, you'll never hire anybody, and you'll be on the same hamster wheel um, wearing yourself out. Okay, so now that we've established that, now that you know that, you need to document and actually write out what success looks like for any given task or job with your company. And I mean, Google Docs, we use a program called Slight, S-L-I-T-E, that internally keeps our documents on everything from processes to documenting, um, you know, people's growth goals to documenting how we do to the smallest task, um, our onboarding guides, all that. So document this stuff out, and I mean objective and subjective. So objective, let's start there. So if you're going to write out what success looks like for one of your inspectors, say, 
So that's an example there is, did the inspection get finished in two hours? Did, you, did he, he or she deliver the report within 24 hours? Did your growth person call this agent back within a half an hour or an hour? Objective measures of what success looks like. So you want to get those baseline things written out for your people so they know, okay, I achieved success on the objective front. That's easy to do. The harder part is writing out what success feels like on the subjective front. And this might be a little harder. I, trust me, I've started doing this over the last few months. Not easy. It takes some brain space. Um, it takes backing away from the day-to-day, -day, and it's exhausting. So some examples here to help you out, though, on the subjective side. Did the client feel like you educated them? So this would be for an inspector, one of your inspectors maybe. Was the client nodding their head enough, or were they laughing? Did they feel like you understood them? On the agent side, did you connect with the agent before, during, or after the inspection? What should the what should the agent feel from your company after each interaction? So think of these. These are very nebulous, and I know these are a lot harder, but this gets your people thinking in that mindset of, oh, did I make this agent feel like I was supporting them and excited to be in business with them? Did I acknowledge them? Um, so an example would be, did your inspector take a few minutes to chat with the agent and ask them how their business is going, how they're doing personally, um, how's their family? Uh, so the agent should feel that you're genuinely thankful and have gratitude for being a partner with them and that you're going to look out for your mutual customer. And that can't happen unless you're taking those steps to check in with them, to chat, to ask personal questions, to uh, laugh with them, um, to take a genuine interest. So that's the subjective side. So it's a lot of uh, questions and how, how are you making people feel, but that's going to help guide some actions that you want to see from your people. So take the time to write this out. And it might even start with a sentence or two um, with your growth people. It's a lot, it's going to be a lot about how they are connecting and uh, how they're conveying value um, and how they're making people feel about your business. And so it takes some deep work. Okay. So once you have all that written out in a document somewhere, um, you need to, step three, get buy-in from your people. So whether this is just your first hire, your admin, um, even if it's your admin, have them look through this document that shows them what success looks like. Think of this as a code of ethics almost for your company. Maybe have them sign something to commemorate it, um, to kind of imprint it in their brain that this is how we operate here. You've, you've agreed that this is best for our company and for you. And make it clear what they're opting into when they work for you. Um, I think expectations seem to be the key to everything. We've had a lot, we've had bad hires, we've had great hires, and so often it came down to a lack of clarity and not getting their their buy-in. Um, maybe ask them to contribute one or two items to it. So when you when you have someone on board and maybe someone's working for you, they've worked for you for a year, show them this document and say, hey, is there anything you would add to this? Because when they are a part of that creative process, I think that only increases buy-in and makes them more likely to stick to it um, and even make it better. So get buy-in, um, ask them their thoughts on it, and take a step back and listen. I think when you ask them, hey, does this seem like the best way we could do business and grow and, um, and really deliver a great service to our customers, see what they say. And then step four. Trust and verify. 
So trust means giving clear expectations and goals and letting them hit them and maybe even taking a step back. Um, Verifying is checking in regularly with them, and that's not every day. That's not every phone call. It's not every inspection. Sometimes it's a couple. Sometimes it's weeks, um, and you have to give that space. So when you check in with them, we I, th- I think it's checking in not just on the numbers. It's checking in on how they're feeling about the process. It's asking them what's working well and what's not. It's asking them how you can support them to achieve the thing that they opted into, which is those documented practices and how to be the best possible version of your company that you can be. Asking them, how can I support you in contributing to this? And I want to say there's going to be weeks and months sometimes. It, it, it's longer than you think sometimes when you don't maybe get the chance or don't have the energy to check in. Um, but you can't let it go too long. Um, that you have, to, you have to let them struggle for a little bit with the training wheels off before you come in and steady the bike. But it can't be months. It's got to, you got to course correct a lot sooner. So that verify piece has to probably happen sooner than you think. And it's going to take extra energy. It's going to be when you have a million other things going on. But that investment in these people early on really pays dividends and goes a long way. I felt it um, personally at Spectora. Okay, so this won't be perfect, by the way. There will be slippage. Um, this, is, this is the hardest fact to cope with. It's one step back to take three forward or to take five forward. But it's like anything where whatever gets measured and tended to tends to grow and flourish. I'll say that again. Whatever gets measured and tended to tends to grow and flourish. And so this means giving those clear expectations and goals, metrics, um, subjective and objective. And then checking back in with your people often and letting them know that you're available if they feel like they're not able to hit what you all agreed to. So in closing, I will say have patience. Have patience with yourself. This is not uh, easy. It's a daily process Mike and I go through. Um, We're constantly evaluating how we're leading and how we're helping others and empowering our team. But you're really helping yourself and your business by investing in others. That's what this is about, is genuinely caring about the people you've chosen to bring into your organization and helping them achieve their goals. And you're creating motivated, engaging people that care about your mission and make it their mission. Um, And I think when you take a personal interest in every one of your people, that is the most powerful motivator. More than money, more than anything else, is that they feel like you care about their success. They will run through walls for you. And who knows? I think you could just inspire one of your people, and they might be the one inspiring the next round of hires and the next people that you bring in your business. So this stuff is powerful. Um, this is just my, my kind of verbal processing and rant on this based on some of our experiences and kind of based on what I've heard other inspection companies really going deep on, um, because this is, this is kind of up there in the clouds. This is not just find a house, go inspect it, deliver a report. This is, um, dealing with emotional intelligence. Uh, this is dealing with human, human systems. Um, and this is dealing with what makes people tick day in and day out. And so you got to let go. Let go to grow. All right, guys. Thanks.